Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to the Spooky Chris podcast. It has been a stone-cold while, so welcome back. It's it's good to be back behind the microphone. Uh, my name is Chris Ringler. I'm the aforementioned Spooky Chris. This is my wee little podcast um, full of treasures and delights. Uh, you can find out more about me at my website, SpookyChris.com where all of my blogs, my past podcasts, uh, my many reviews, my short films, and all of the links to my books are, because I am an author, um, as well as podcaster, blogger, reviewer, filmmaker. General Nair Duell. Um, and as I come to you in the beginning stages of June in 2022, I... Uh, Obviously, there's a lot on my mind with the state of the world, but uh, I had wanted for a while to talk about, kind of expand a little on one of my blogs I had I had done, which just sounds like the silliest, funniest kind of podcast you think. I wanted to expand upon a blog that I did, so please join me. I guess I'm, I'm suddenly kind of a southern gentleman as well. Um, please enjoy my fried chicken, I guess. I don't know. Um, so it was the idea of, so I live in the, in the city of Flint, Michigan. Um, and it was the idea as much as anything else, uh, about the idea of placemaking. Um, we had a, you know, a, a few years, a handful of years ago, uh, they, brought in someone as a quote-unquote placemaker, and they have um, hired a new person for that position. And it's funny because it's one of those positions, which I've had one, and I just, in retrospect, there's a lot of reasons in retrospect that I regret that position, but I just feel like you're taking a sucker's bet anytime you take a job where it's like, oh, hey, you got a job, long as there's grant money. <laughs> like, that just seems like a bad plan um, if you're trying to plan your your life your future um any old thing because it's it's basically it's like cool you've got a job as long as you know this magic mystery money still keeps coming through and, and we live up to our uh our granting kind of things etc etc and it's just i don't know it just seems grants are so nebulous and shady to me at times i just feel like it's like I say, it's a sucker's bet. Um, I I wouldn't want to do it again, um, just because I would want to have some manner of of ease ease of mind to know that like I'm not under a gun. Um, like, oh hey, hope you impress us in six months because this grant's coming back up because you know someone someone out there is funding it. And there's a point, too, where grants do run out. Um, so they either have to find some mystery funding or that grant runs out. So I don't know. I, I just I hate positions like that. I think it's I don't think it's a fair ask of someone. But welcome to the modern uh, uh, working landscape. But so the idea, if, if for those who may not know, um, of placemaking is that a person comes in. Eh, well, I don't even have to come in. So the idea of placemaking is taking uh, a city, a quote-unquote place, and you are 
helping to reshape and reimagine it. You are making the place. So, so you are bringing events and, um, and, uh, attention to that place to either remind or, or just let people know that, uh, that, you know, there's life there, that there is, that there's vibrance. Um, you know, our placemaker was, they strictly, uh, focused on downtown Flint, which Flint is an inch for, for, again, for folks that don't know, you know, I, I forget being here, you know, you get very, um, myopic. So Flint, Michigan, like every other city, you know, has it, has the good, has the bad You take them both. There you have, um, but so the, the downtown where I lived for a few years and, and where I work, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's, again, like any other city, is that is the heart of, of the city of Flint, is that is where a lot of folks work, that is where whatever nightlife we have really is focused, um, and that's where a lot of money has been spent over the last almost 20 years um, to really bring it back. Once upon a time, um, Flint really was a, a vibrant city, and it, it's a shame I didn't get to live, you know, in the, well, I lived in the area. I, I did not get to take part in those days. Um, you know, and it's, it's a shame. And it's a shame that folks really don't know that side of Flint. They don't see that. They see the, the controversy and, the you know, the, 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 you know, terrible headlines and all that. And, and, and that's who we, you know, who we are, but we also once were a thriving city, um, that was a, an important, uh, uh, hub for the automotive industry in, in the United States. Um, but I mean, it was a vibrant city with tons of life. Um, you would get parades with thousands of people. Um, John F. Kennedy spoke here. Malcolm X spoke here. Uh, you know, like they, they, it was a, a big deal. Um, and there was uh, tons of business and when Buick pulled out, uh, you know, started to pull out of, well, GM started to pull out of Flint and started closing factories, you know, all of those people that were here left, the economy kind of started to falter. And, and you know, it was, it was a perfect storm of a lot of things at once. I certainly am not going to try to sum up what happened to Flint in, you know, two minutes because it's just, it's, it's a long story and one I'm not going to get into. Um, but it's, it's a shame people don't see that Flint was, was more than it is now. But, uh, so yeah, so Flint's downtown really was all but abandoned. When I moved into downtown Flint, uh, truly like, I mean, the front of my building I moved into was shuttered. Um, you know, I was part of the generation of artsy folks that came and kind of reclaimed downtown and started doing events and, and bringing the arts back, um, in Flint and really starting to remind people that, hey, there's, there are people still here. There's still life. There's still, there's still, you know, the creatives are here. Um, and, you know, we have restaurants now in the, the Capitol Theater, which is a historic um, theater. Um, and, you know, they're bringing concerts back to that. And, and, you know, they really, really have worked on it. And people get mad about that, not understanding that, you know, the downtown is what draws people and what draws um, 
money and dollars and interest and um, investment, you know, and in the city, you know, so we have the, the downtown and then there's the north side and the east side and, you know, whatever sides, the College Cultural Center, um, which is where there's a college and our, our um, the kind of our arts institutions are, our library and art, arts uh, institute and planetarium, that, there's that part. And then, you know, there, there needs to be investment, obviously, in the other sectors of the city. But again, like, people forget that you have to kind of, you kind of have to patch the areas that are easier to patch and fix the areas where it's, you need to have, like, you, without a city center, you lose the heart of a city and essentially it's like, great, so your east side is doing well. Well, there's no city center, so great you know it's like where are people gonna go like when people come to town they generally go through the city the downtown part of the city so we need that um and so you know they, they focus these placemakers that we've we've engaged in the city focus on the downtown and again that it's e easier because we are not not a huge city anymore we're not a small city um my hope, one's hope, would be that, because um, we are a city of churches, you'd like to think the churches are going to start doing stuff and, and being more active. Um, generally, they're not. Um, when there's a crisis, some will step up, um, you know, and they'll do their, their things, but they generally aren't, like, go out into the city and kind of do events and that kind of stuff. They're more like, you know, preach the gospel kind of thing. So you'll, and then we have arts groups still. Um, there are activists that get, you know, that are, are doing things in the city, but you know, it's one of the things we, and we have a lot of parks. So you'll see people do events, but it, it really does get focused on the downtown. And, and again, I, I, I get it. Uh, it doesn't make it great, but, um, you've got to kind of go where the people want to be almost. Um, and so once you get into the kind of the neighborhoods, those are neighborhoods. It's not like you're going to take a big concert into a neighborhood. Um, you're not going to take a car show into a neighborhood. Uh, we need business uh, and like, e you know, economy and, and people um, in those neighborhoods. You know, we really don't need events per se. So what's always bothered me, though, is with this whole placemaking thing is it forgets kind of like it's it's kind of like and heaven knows I do this. Uh, it's like painting over something without sanding it down. It's like, you're just, you know, you're, you're covering it over trying to patch up the spots that are showing through, but you're not really getting down and kind of starting from scratch. So you're piecemealing things like, you know, they do events. Oh, Hey, we're going to do this, this festival. Hey, we're doing a great festival. And, and placement is lots of festivals. And a lot of this is just, it's almost they treat the history of, of and I'll just, I'll say Flint, because I haven't been, I haven't been in other cities and seen how they do it, but they treat the history as, almost as if it doesn't exist, as if all of it's bad. And it's, it's, it strikes me as strange and stupid. Um, you know, we have, and, and Flint truly does have a lot of events. Like, we have... Um, it's, it's just the problem is 
is we, everyone, and this is honestly, this is the big, to me, this is the biggest problem in Flint, is that, and I'm going to use a corporate word that I hate because I think it's a stupid, I think it's a stupid, is there's lots of silos. Everybody wants to operate independently. They want their own thing. They got their own idea. No one wants to work together. So like our Arts Institute does Art Institute stuff on their property, in their area, well, which is great. It makes sense. Um, it's their thing. They can control that. They, it's, it's a, you know, you pay a few bucks to get in. It makes complete sense. But the thing is that like other folks, like you could, if we were smart, we would work, everybody would work together kind of like to how do we, how do we build around that? Um, that one's, those kind of things are tricky in that you don't want to do something over here, which takes away from the thing that, you know, that group was, is doing. But like, there's got to be ways to naturally expand to, to kind of make it more. Some things aren't going to work. That art uh, show or uh, what's that, art festival might not work because, again, you don't want to take away from it. Um, you know, that's kind of in its own areas like they have essentially their own campus so it's not the greatest example but it, just as an example like you could have more going on in that campus they have a big campus um so you could do more that's not even just that one thing um we have our big art our, our big car show um but like n no one here wants to work together so that there's you know there's like when they're doing so when they're doing like there's a uh, they just did a, a festival last weekend and it was beats and barbecue or something and it's you know it's cool like they bring djs and they have food trucks and a bunch of and that's great but it'd be great too if the businesses downtown kind of joined in and found ways to participate and we found more ways so it wasn't just basically basically um and this and it finally has started to work with our art walk we have a monthly art walk um where it took years and years for people to want to uh um want to take part in it because because we needed we needed more venues we needed more buy-in and places wouldn't because it was like well um you know we're a restaurant we're not going to do that but they want that business you know they want they want the business they want people coming in they want people spending money but they don't want to participate per se and that's that's a huge problem here. When we did our horror stuff, no one, none of downtown wanted to be, have, you know, like they they couldn't have cared less. But the thing was that we were bringing hundreds of people downtown to this convention, and they needed, you know, they would want, they had to eat, they would get bored and wander around, you know, like you wanna, you would, your hope would be that that these folks would be like, shoot, this is potential money, and they just couldn't couldn't have cared less and we got that a lot and it happens a lot with events is that unless you can directly point to their pocket and say money will go in your pocket they don't care and i do appreciate that it's not like you can go and you know have your staff fully staffed bars and this and that for things that aren't going to work out i get it but you can also do some investigation and kind of see huh Maybe this is worth it. Maybe this is worth. You know, we we try it. We we give it a go. Cause that's the thing is 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 if you don't if you don't try, nothing changes. But if you 
join it, if you support it, if you sponsor it, if you take part, maybe the thing gets bigger and more people are here and there's more people wandering around. Um, it's just strange. It's strange. And it's strange, again, like ignoring our history. We have, it's crazy, we have, so our city has um, this river, it's Riverbank Park. And it was always kind of interesting. It was a very strange design. Like, it's an interesting design, but a lot of it's very industrial and not inviting, per se. But they used to do stuff all the time, and they don't use it much anymore. And it's crazy because they just spent a ton of money. And to me, I would I would want an event or a concert there every weekend in the warm months uh, because that is the heart of downtown. It's got capacity. You know, you can you can have art events there you can have music there you could have uh theatrical productions you could do a lot of stuff and they don't they do a gospel festival there once in a while they do the jazz festival there once in a while but they don't use it and that's what we that's what the problem is is that we have a lot of these spaces we don't use we have a rich automotive history and it's strange to me we don't have a big automotive museum We've had a small one that was kind of tucked off to the side that you literally forget it's there. And it was a lovely little museum um, of interesting cars. And it was you know, part of the collection of um, our arts and our, our um, natural history museum. But I've, from what I understand, they have a huge collection of cars. They just rotated them out. Um, but it's strange we don't have a big facility that talks about the history of the cars in Flint and shows more of our automotive history. They tried to do a, a full-on uh, amusement park based around cars. And I think you could, but the way they did it, it was more like going to learn about stuff. And not, uh, it was the heart of it was about was learning, not fun. And that's not how amusement parks work. And the thing was a big uh, failure. And, I mean, it, it, it still echoes um, in the city, the failure. Because they, they put a lot of eggs in that basket, and it, they dropped the basket. So you don't do something like that, but you do... I'm shocked we don't have a dedicated, large-scale automotive museum. Um, because, again, like we have this car show that comes into town, and, I mean, that pulls in... At, at its peak, it was pulling in close to half a million people visiting to come and see this because they shut our downtown down to see these cars. So there's interest and people want to come here and, and we have an automotive history. It's just, it's again, it's kind of piecemeal around the city. You have to kind of look for it. Um, we have this, you know, these interesting kind of water areas that used to be like running, they have running water, like, uh, like fountains and stuff. And, it was up and running a few years ago for a minute, but it's 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 an an expensive and hard thing to keep going, and so they just lose interest consistently, and they won't get rid of it. It just is there, and it's so it's essentially just a haven for drug users, kids, you know, like kids uh, investigating stuff, homeless people. Um, it's one of those things like do something with it. Use it or lose it, kind of. Um, like, figure out a way to make it work or just get rid of it. Cause there's got to be a way to do something with it. Like, so to me, like, like so the idea of placemaking with with a place like Flint is, is, is it kind of implies that Flint doesn't have 
you have to make Flint a place, and that's not the case. You have to remind people of the things we have here. It's great to have an event person that is kind of thinking outside the box and like, oh, cool, I think it'd be cool if we did, you know, and they they do an electronic music festival here, so whatever. But like, you know, like, some, they, oh, you know, like a, a movement festival here, like, you know, the big Detroit electronic music festival. Or, gee, here's a $100 idea, a large-scale film festival, which we used to do, but a bunch of people crapped the bed. Um, I was on that board, and they, they could, people couldn't work together. The arts institutes wouldn't work together. Um, lots of egos, and it fell apart. Um, but, I mean, that, that would be a draw, um, like, I mean, why not do a music festival, like, or a big, you know, a big scale, like, you're bringing in a bunch of bands, um, and because there's so many things, like, I mean, and basically, to me, I would just look at other cities, what do other cities do, how do they do them, and how, how are they successful, and you see what would work here, not everything's gonna work here, but some things would, I mean, for goodness sake, we are finally, just now, uh, doing food truck festivals because the downtown restaurants, and this is such a, a stupid local thing, and it's not just us, but it's such a stupid local thing, is that so many of these bars uh, and restaurants don't want competition. And I get it. I get the idea that you want to make sure that you are retaining your, your, your people and your stranglehold because you, you need the money. But if you are so, if your your game is so weak, you can't have competition in that kind of a, an environment and that kind of business. Um, you may just need to go. Um, I hate to say it, but maybe this just isn't your business. Um, so, like, it works in other cities. It's not like New York doesn't have establishments that have to compete with food trucks every day, or every other darn city. Um, but for some reason, for so long, we were, we, you know, we wouldn't let this happen. When food trucks have become part of a fun summer culture, and they bring people. You know, one of the things, one of the problems we have in Flint is that we need more police active doing something, not parking in a, a car in a parking lot somewhere. Police. Um, because unfortunately, you know, they'll do these big events in the summer once in a while, um, and the way they do it, you know, where it's downtown, it's, it's the downtown's a big cruise spot. So you'll get all these people that come downtown and then trouble will happen. It's not all the time and it happens in every city, but it's not like that helps our reputation. And it's not like that helps build the future for us. You know, um, having these, these hot spots and trouble issues, it's like, yeah, cops can't stop everything, but sometimes just knowing there's a cop around that actually could stop you or arrest you can be a deterrent. That's what they're supposed to be. Supposed to, supposed to put the fear of God in you. And it's just, it's just so funny because it's interesting that they're, they're willing to pay all this money for a placemaker when there's been artists in our city that have been doing these events for, you know, out of their own pocket, out of, you know, the graciousness of, you know, the bar here, there that will let them do art shows or the venue that will let them do art shows. Um, 
it's like we've had this we've had the bones to do things here and no one will put meat on it um you know again and it's it's hard to not be a little bitter when we were doing horror shows and conventions like we were doing them out of uh, like out of my pocket and out of the money we took in from vending and, and, and sponsorships and stuff which wasn't a ton because we were always focused on keeping things uh, inexpensive because I, I I know very well how hard things are in this city and, and for people in general um, so it's I don't know it's just it's frustrating oops sorry I'm trying to make this a little higher for myself um it's frustrating when there's people doing the good doing the good work but we never got credit for it and we never got money but they'd rather pay someone 40 50 60 whatever thousand dollars a year to do these things and it was funny because like the best they could do with the last person was in the heart of covid these unsafe like uh like art shows in an alley with DJs and uh, that it was basically the same kind of a show over and over again. Um, and that's more of a reflection on the, the person who was the placemaker because they were just very myopic and very lazy. It was working with the same people over and over again and just doing the same kind of event. Um, it wasn't really, it wasn't even really even looking at the city and looking at our history and looking at anything more broadly and looking at like, okay, what, because to me, if you're going to do this, you have to have that. You have to have a historical component somewhere in there where you're like, this is, this is who we are. You know, Flint is a blue-collar city. We're a blue-collar city. We're a car city. Um, we're a music city. A lot of great music has come out of Flint. Like, you know, you don't ever hear about it, but, like, there's, like, music that has come out of here, performers. We're a great arts city. There's great artists here. Uh, I mean, there's sports, uh, but there's stuff here. Um, they've done successful comic conventions here. We did pretty successful horror conventions here. Uh, you know, this stuff can work. Uh, they did a, a, a successful uh, comic convention last year, a big one. Um, they did a successful tattoo convention. Like, there's all these things that people finally are starting to kind of want to do here because the thing is, is Flint is cool one of the many reasons because we're an hour from Detroit we're an hour from Ann Arbor we're an hour from Lansing we're an hour from three cultural and uh, busy cities um, we're a couple hours from the border of Ohio you know if that we're by highways you know there's a lot of water in Flint um, a lot of you know there's the river and there's a lot of lakes there's a lot of parks there's a lot of great things and we just don't utilize them uh it, it's it's we're a city that loves red tape but that 18 people have to sign off on something that should just be like just let's just let's just, just do this thing um gosh we have a one of the uh, the uh, country's oldest all ages you know no you know uh, con like concert venues punk venues where it's you know no smoking no drinking blah 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 and they've been running for ages, and it's a great little space. And I mean, it's old. The the, the facility has changed, but the thing itself. I mean, it's old enough. I went there when I was just getting downtown, like twenty some years ago. 
So it's been around a while. And that's not supported a whole lot by the city or by kids much anymore. Because, you know, the, the culture of kids has changed. Like, the, that scene isn't there as much anymore. It's just funny because we have to pay someone to come and remind us that we're cool. And, and bring in outside people to, like, make us cool. When we've always been cool. Uh, we've had it here. We have all of these astoundingly creative people, passionate people, um, brilliant people. I mean, we have a university here, uh, well, two universities, a college, you know, like a community college, um, a, uh, another university has a medical or like a, the, the health, health building here. I don't know what you call it. It's a school. But so we have all this, so we have tons of younger adults here. And we just don't have that much for them to do. And the thing is, too, is there's that whole stupid mentality where we, and I, I get it because I was a part of it, where you'd rather leave town to go do something than stay in town because it just seems cooler. You know, we would go to Detroit, me and my friends, to see all of these arts things and, like, weird uh, alternative circus shows and all this stuff. And it's because it was, that's what was happening in Detroit, but it's, it's weird because it doesn't, there's no reason it can't happen in Flint. People just don't do it. And unless somebody does it, it just doesn't exist. Um, welcome to Flint. Um, and we just, there's, people aren't working together to make this stuff happen. And it's so... It just, it kills me because, again, someone's getting paid a ton of money to come here to tell us we're cool and to, like, do all these little shows and stuff. Like, hey, 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 you guys are cool. We're cool here. Look, I brought all these DJs. We're cool. Well, we have all this. We've always, we, we did, we're doing our DJ shows back, like, I mean, it's, there's always been those, but, like, kind of large-scale um, art and DJ shows back in the early 2000s, like the arts group I was part of. Like, so this stuff isn't new. It's just we forget that they exist. And no one wants to support them when they're here. Unless somebody has, like, a big budget can, and, and can have brighter lights and bigger speakers and a, a better advertising budget. Oh, it's so silly. It's so frustrating. It drives me up the wall. It's like we need somebody. It's like they're a our 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 kind of guru or something. That's just it's, it's someone just like, hey man, you're cool, you're cool. I'm gonna help show you you're cool. They're like a style, they're personal stylist. Like, I'm gonna show you how cool you are. We're gonna show everybody how cool you are, man. We're Flint. We're cool. We've always been cool. Um, and if the greater you know a bigger world doesn't see it, doesn't care. Hey, man, we'll dance to our own music. We will wiggle to our own vibe. Um, we just need to support what's here instead of hauling in everybody from out of town to show us how cool we are. It's great. I would love to see some of these cool big old bands and cool outside folks that have, like, something to say. But it'd be really cool outside of, like, again, like a big touring uh, show or performer. It'd be cool if they actually appreciated that they were in Flint and that that wasn't, you know, they wanted to be here and it wasn't just like, 
like a a gig, like hey, mid mid hey everybody, you know. It's like we need to remind everybody we're Flint. Like that's who we are. Like let's stop paying people to like us and like let's show them why they need to like us. Place making, place making. I just it drives me batty. I probably just don't get it. I'm sure it's a very easy, like, oh, no, this is just, this, somebody comes in here and they're just doing this and that. And it's, why are you getting all upset? I mean, I, I probably get upset because, again, like, me and people I care about were doing this stuff for years. And everybody looked away. And nobody cared. It would be, oh, it would be so frustrating. We'd do these shows and after it's like, oh, man, I wish I knew. Or, gosh, I was just so busy watching a football game. Or, gee whiz, I wish somebody do these kind of things around here. And it's like... Man, we were doing them. We were doing we were, we were doing this stuff for years, and y'all just didn't care because you were just doing do you were doing you, and that's hey, that's cool. If you want to go to Detroit to go to these same kind of things and burn that gas, you do you, baby. Place making. <laughs> hey, friends, I am still Spooky Chris. This is my very occasional podcast. Uh, I haven't had time to really do one of these, so it felt good. I hope you are well. You can find all of my past podcasts, my reviews, my blogs, and links to all my books at SpookyChris.com. I am a, a prolific author with my new book, uh, Reliquarian Black, which is pretty fun. Um, it's a giant old mean thing, and it's pretty fun. It's a kind of horror fantasy, and I think it's pretty neat. And hopefully you'll check it out. Take care, friend. Bye.